Hello, hello. It is good to see you again, and welcome back to the Plum Point Wealth Management video and podcast series. I'm your host and moderator, Ryan Ruff. It's good to be back with you today. And as always, we have our star of the show in Mr. Brian Dunkley, the president of Plum Point, joining us for another discussion. And boy, is it a good one for you guys today. We're going to be tackling a specific challenge and really a conversation that Brian is having with so many of his clients over at Plum Point. And it's it's one that is extremely pertinent to family members and business owners throughout our country. Brian's going to be offering a solution and some strategies to consider that don't just sidestep this big challenge, but rather charge right through it so that you and yours are better for it on the back end of this whole thing. So with that being said, let's go ahead and bring Brian out here and get right into it. Brian, it's good to see you this morning. How are you doing? Hey, Ryan, good to see you too. Thanks for having me again. Of course, of course, Brian, we, you know, we tackle different wealth management conversations and challenges really that are facing so many people out there. Obviously, you know, today's we're covering is this big, big conversation that I know you're having a lot with your clients at Plum Point and, and even not just your clients, but also, you know, prospects every now and then that come up to you and are interested in opening up that dialogue. Brian, let's just set the scene for our audience to get things started. What is this big challenge, this big conversation that you're seeing these days? So I think a big question now coming up uh, as now in this environment and always is how do you take care of your loved ones forever? <laughs> forever is a long time and that can be defined differently by different people. Uh, certainly it's for the rest of their lives if, if it's your children or, or your parents or whomever. Uh, but that's, it's also a pretty tricky and challenging question, particularly uh, you sort of referenced the, the market today, uh, very different market. Than now than it was when we spoke last um, a couple months ago. Uh, some pretty incredible challenges. A lot of people nervous about the downturn, about the future of the economic uh, worldwide economic environment, which impacts wealth. Uh, but at the end of the day, um, markets are likely to recover, and uh, they, they will, in fact, recover. But what do you do with with your wealth, with your particular set of of uh, uh, circumstances and and you and leverage those resources to prepare and take care of your loved ones forever. And Brian, I, I understand. I know you and I have had conversations off camera about it. Really comes down to kind of these three big variables that are at play with regard to like key, you know being able to provide for your family forever. Would you care to share those three variables with our audience? Yeah. So. It generally, there are three vagaries, if you will, that will uh, impact your wealth negatively. The first is that the loss of wealth, whether it's market risk or we spent a lot of time last call talking about business owners. There's some business risk, obviously, for, for those folks. Uh, death or sickness is the second one. It's a big one. You can die early, derailing your plan entirely. Uh, sometimes sickness is a bigger problem, particularly if it prevents you from being able to work or to do your job. Uh, those those have profound and long-lasting impacts on on your plan and your wealth. Uh, and then finally, just not having a plan or sometimes having a good plan, but poor execution. Each of those three things are are can be problematic for you. Certainly, certainly. And and in staying high level with this this big challenge, this idea of, of providing for your family forever, forever being that optimal word, Brian, let's talk about why. Let's get into the why for a second. Why is this such a challenge for so many folks out there that do want to make sure they are providing for their family forever? Yeah, I think the why it's a challenge is it it's the, the solutions and the strategies are complicated. Uh, they take a wide range of expertise. It, 
people just don't know. Uh, they're, they're not sure. Uh, and, and even drilling down a step before that, why it's important that they do know what to do. It sort of depends. It's very, it's, it's actually, it's super specific to, to the client. If you have children, uh, you, you want them taken care of. Uh, and then those children, depending on where they are at their stage of, of, in life, they could be very young. They could be adult children with, with their own children. Uh, they're going to be a different set of, of, of concerns uh, for, for each of them. But kids often aren't prepared. And the younger they are, the more likely they aren't prepared for to take on wealth or for the future. Uh, there are big expenses for kids. Again, the younger they are, uh, the bigger those those realistically are there's college there's the first home there's there's weddings uh marriage uh all all needing preparation and planning and really i think for most people the future you envision for your children can be drastically different if you aren't here to help ensure that vision is carried through uh the other thing again so you may have parents you know parents may uh today it's very common aging parents uh, they were living longer than ever uh which is a good thing but the flip side of that is we need more care than ever and the, our generation squeezed uh you're caring for your, your children the generation next but you're also caring for parents and the planning there hopefully they've done planning many times they haven't it's that planning's left up to us and and that planning needs to be solid uh again early death is going to derail a lot so you want to make sure that you have very solid uh strategies in place uh, if you have your spouse uh, um i think often when i sit with clients it's really common that one spouse either uh drives the planning process drives the finances the household finances and the other is in communication and, and along uh alongside that spouse but there are gaps there's information gaps uh i think it's important that we that you have something in place that the the spouse that that doesn't drive the process is involved early on as early as possible. And there aren't any gaps if you, um, again, at worst case scenario, if you die early. Uh, and then finally, for folks uh, on the call who are business owners, there's some business planning. You may have key employees that, uh, that you want taken care of if something were to happen to you. Um, you probably, you want some sort of succession plan, uh, not only for the employees, not only for the business to remain an ongoing interest, but, crucially you built a business at some point you probably plan on exiting that business you probably plan on monetizing the equity the value of that business for the benefit of you and your family if something happens to you uh before you uh, before that that execution you want to make sure you're playing solid so that your family gets the same level of benefit that you're expecting Sure, sure, Brad. I like how you broke it down into a few key areas and members, rather, of a given family. You know, of course, you've got your business and key people that, you know, at the end of the day, they kind of are your family, help providing your well-being, but also your spouses, parents, children, a lot of different, you know, variables at play within this overarching problem of taking care of your family forever. So I want to dive one step deeper, and I want to look at the ripple effect now, Brian, of, of let's say this, this challenge of taking care of your family forever. Let's say you're not taking the right precautions to get things done. And what would you say the ripple effect of this challenge looks like? And what does it ultimately do to the individual's life that is taking that burden on of wanting to, you know, you know, provide for their family forever? Yeah, I think I really like 
ripple effect. I think that that each decision or or not decision, which means you're subject to to events happening to you, and in each event in that case has a long, potentially long-standing ripple effects. And and so again, in the case, if you could just sort of looking at some of the uh, you know, the important relationships we outlined the last question. If you have children, uh, obviously, and, and if we keep with the theme of, of early death, um, unanticipated death, obviously, they're going to be devastated to lose a parent, but their life is going to change profoundly. And if you haven't done the planning, that could mean a number of things. First off, their lifestyle could be degraded, right? They, they may not be, uh, th there could be struggle there uh, for them, and no parent wants that for their children. Uh, there's some other things. If you haven't planned adequately, maybe there's not an outright struggle, but maybe the you have to downsize your home. That the remaining spouse has to downsize the home and and potentially relocate. So there's a change of school and moving to a new home, loss of friendships. There there are any number of possible ripple effects that will negatively impact a child. At the same time, this these children are dealing with a pretty profound emotional devastation. The spot, same with the spouse. There's emotional devastation if if uh, if you lose a spouse, but now all of a sudden, where there were two uh, team effort raising a family, making decisions, there's one. And again, if that one spouse isn't adequate, adequately prepared for the plan, or prepared for the wealth, or prepared for the strategies or relationships with the advisors, they're working from they're working inside a hole that that they have to get out of. Uh, it just to, just to break even. Uh, you don't want that for your spouse. Um, in addition to the planning to make sure that you know, the wealth is still there to, to the very least maintain lifestyle. Same with parents. Um, parents are going to be, no parent wants to lose a child. That The emotional devastation of that is, uh, I can't even imagine. Uh, but they, if they're, depending on your situation, if, if they need care, if they're going to need care, uh, your child, their children are, aren't around or you, they depended on you for whatever reason, uh, you, you're going to want to, um, have planning in place that, uh, make sure that they still get the care they need business interests. Same thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, if you were to pass away early, uh, and you don't have a succession plan, that business is in jeopardy of folding, of losing value and everything. The, 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 the business might be sold at a discount. The business might fail. It impacts those employees existing, running the business, but also your family for not being able to realize that value that, that you intend to give them. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so many different variables at play here. That ripple effect can run pretty deep and disrupt, you know, everyone's life. Well, you know, whether they are your child, your parent, your business partner. Brian, I want to flip the script here. Let's look at the glass half full for a hot second. How could life be just so much better if somebody had the solution to that problem, right? They're, they're doing the proper planning. They're able to know confidently that they can in fact take care of their loved ones forever. What would life look like in that moment? And how could life be so much better for that individual? Yeah. Clients, you, you may have a vision. Uh, you may know what you want for your children, for your family, for, for your spouse, but exactly. Some people are very precise in what they want. Even if you're not, even if you don't have those details precisely lined up, you you have an idea of how life is, and and you're happy with it, and you want your family, your family's happy with that life. You want them to keep experiencing life as they know and as they're comfortable with. If you are it, to to do the planning that you need that needs to be done, they maintain that life. Your children, uh, 
you help them fulfill their dreams. You, uh, you, whether that's college, uh, whether that's starting a business, buying a first home, um, you know, paying for that wedding, uh, you are with the appropriate, the, the proper planning, they are still able to meet those milestones and you're still able to help them from beyond the grave if, if that is indeed the case. Uh, the same with your spouse. The spouse, again, it, the emotional devastation of losing a spouse or losing a parent is very real and real and, and takes a good deal to overcome. If a spouse doesn't have to also worry about the finances, about the wealth plan, the wealth strategy, if that plan is tightly put together and the spouse understands exactly how that, the, the, the living spouse understands exactly how that plan is supposed to be executed and has the partnerships with the advisors, at the very least, those concerns are lifted from, from him or her and, and they can focus on the children and on healing. Parents, same thing. Uh, you you want them taken care of. You want whatever whatever it is. If they need care, whatever that might be. And the same with the business. You uh, again, if you don't have to worry, if your family doesn't have to worry about what's happening with the business, if that succession plan is established, life goes on in that business just as it always had. And that goal of monetiza monetization of, of liquidating that equity to fund your family's lifestyle and and meet their goals is still in place. Peace of uh, mind. Yeah, peace of mind. Amen. That is the, a really big uh, way to kind of encompass this entire conversation here, Brian. And, you know, in speaking of this conversation, I know this is not a new one to you. I mean, these are conversations that you're regularly having with your clients, and it's a very popular conversation. How do I take care of my loved ones forever? Brian, I want to zoom out from this this challenge, this conversation for a hot second. And, and could you, you know, for those in our audience that maybe aren't as familiar with you and Plum Point Wealth Management, could you share a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do for your clients? Yeah. So I, uh, I, I think one thing I typically tend to mention, so my father owned a business uh, as we were growing up. It was sort of before the, the term side hustle uh, was was common commonly used. It, it, it started out as a side hustle for him. It, this is aging me a bit, but it was a, it was a video store back when uh, uh, the days of Blockbuster where you go in and you buy a video and then DVDs. Um, he built that up from nothing, ground up. It took a lot of time away from his primary job. So we were all involved. We were all helping uh, build that business. And I know firsthand, starting from scratch, building it, being uh, going up against Blockbuster, uh, there were trials and tribulations. It put some very unique stresses and pressures on him and on us. Uh, I actually ran that business for a couple of years in college. Uh, and so they got firsthand experience of, of what that what that meant, not only to run a business, but how that business benefited our family and the very unique set of challenges it presented for us. I took that experience and I've been doing this, we're working with clients and with business owners for 17 years now. Um, began working at a couple global firms and, and six years ago launched my own independent RIA. Before that, I was a scientist. Uh, and, and very much an entrepreneur. I am a business owner now. I do understand very specifically the, these needs that clients have. I have my own family, my own young children. I understand very specifically concerns uh, that uh, I share those concerns that are, are your children ready? How do you get them ready? How do you prepare them? Uh, and then what are the strategies? What are, I, I'm using the same strategies we recommend. 
we have a team of CFPs, certified financial planners. We do this, we planning for clients day in, day out, and we are in very good position to help and service all of those clients. Brian, it's really interesting to hear that you, you know, you're walking the walk as, as you talk the talk, really. I mean, you are a business owner, you know, by nature, but also you yourself are in the same types of conversations of how do you, Brian Dunkley, provide for your family forever? Really a great topic, Brian. And I want to get back to that conversation for now. Uh, Brian, I understand you've got a, a solution, really, a, a strategy, a lesson, if you will, that our audience could take away from this conversation today. So that way they leave with some real value. So, Brian, I, I'll ask you then for somebody out there that's asking them them that's asking themselves that question how do i take care of my loved ones forever what would be the lesson what would be the strategy that your team typically recommends to your clients when they come to you with these you know these discussion points it's a complicated question and people are complicated people are very different from another they have different sets of circumstances and, and objectives so the the answer gets very specific to each client. And so uh, to really drill down, the that question is answered uh, very intimately and, and very specifically with each of them. But in general, if you start looking at the sources of, of risk and of loss to wealth, which prevents you from taking care of your, your, your loved ones forever, uh, there's market risk. Uh, most clients have, most people that we speak with, they have portfolios, they have uh, assets that are invested in the market, whether through its, its trust assets or their 401k or IRAs, whatever they might be. Clearly, we're in, we're seeing a lot of, of market turbulence now. And I would expect we will continue to see that for, for a little bit yet. Uh, I don't think we're through this. So there are, hopefully you have a very solid plan. Um, if you don't, it's not too late. You can still get a solid investment plan. You want a plan that you believe in that you can stick by through thick and thin, particularly through through now. And there are different techniques uh, that we can, we can use to help protect on the downside and help focus on uh, income or whatever it is the, the client needs. Um, so, but market risk is, is a big one. You, you, you want to address that. For business owners, there's business risk, and and you know that uh, as well as anyone. You know your business, you know your the environment, you know your suppliers. You just, you know that really well. So you you probably already have contingency plans in place. You probably already are thinking through how to protect the business. We talked on the last call about building out that team of advisors, and and um, if you hadn't uh, engaged in in an advisor at prior to that call, hopefully you have since then. Um, they can offer some really good advice and, and walk you through a turbulent economic period. Health and illness risk is a big one. And I, I can't tell you, it, health, illness, sickness, death, these are all topics that people, we, just, we don't want to talk about it. We don't want to think about it. it. That's human nature, but we have to, particularly if one of our goals is to take care of our, our family, our heirs, or whoever that might be. You are very likely, more likely to be disabled, some six times more likely to be disabled than, than, than you are to have an early death uh, and disabled to the point where it impacts your ability to work and to earn income. Long-term care, uh, the numbers there are, are sobering. Uh, most of us are going to need some form of care, likely substantial care. And the thing about long-term care is that that will erode your wealth if
if you haven't adequately planned for it. And now is the time. I, we work with retirees, with biz, business owners who have sold their businesses and they're in their 70s. There's some things you can do at that point to prepare for, for long-term care, but you really want to be thinking about that earlier, a decade earlier if possible, or two, uh, to really put yourself in the soundest plan moving forward. Uh, sudden death is, is another one. And again, it sort of depends... Uh, the, the solutions that you need for that sort of depend on uh, where your family, particularly your children, are at their stage in life. Uh, life insurance is a common strategy, a common technique used. Uh, but the thing about planning is, um, and, and we'll, I guess we'll sort of, this is a good point to kind of go into what to do with all of this. The thing about planning is the first step. Uh, for for how to for the solution and how to think through uh, preparing for preparing your children for um, uh, for wealth and for taking care of them forever, you need first a foundational plan, a really good foundational plan. And there are two inputs that you need to think about going into that plan. The first being a full and accurate and 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 deliberate uh, and deep assessment of your wealth position, the full balance sheet. People often talk about the investment portfolio, talk about the value of the business, but what's your debt? Uh, what forms of debt do you have? If you own a business, drill into the business balance sheet. What does that look like? A very full comprehensive look at that balance sheet is, a very, is the first step. And that's really helpful because that then opens up a host of strategies and solutions that advisors can use to, to, to uh, focus on the second part of your foundational plan, which is what do you want to accomplish? Uh, what is it about you that's unique and specific? And do you have young children? Do you have adult children? Do you have grandchildren? Do you have philanthropic interests? What specifically do you want to accomplish? And what do you want, what life do you want your children to live, your family to live when you do pass on? Step one. Step two would be you have to put that plan in place. And for most people, virtually everyone can benefit from an advisor. And the more complicated your situation and the more complicated your planning, the more expertise you need. And probably very likely instead of a one advisor, you're going to need a team of advisors. But you're going to want that team in place to start bridging the gap from where you are now, what you want to accomplish, to how you get there and how you eventually uh, do accomplish all of those objectives, those, or at the very least, those most important to you. Once you have, and by the way, that planning needs to be fully integrated. If you have a business or uh, if you have uh, other assets, real estate or whatever, whatever they might be, all of that planning needs to be fully integrated and comprehensive in nature. Uh, in, which is often why, uh, the, again, the more complicated your, your, your position, the more, uh, more team members you probably are going to need. Once you've got that foundational plan in place, you can start thinking about advanced planning. And I mentioned, started mentioning insurance as kind of that two-step process. When you, are, when you have young children, you, you need life insurance to uh, replace any income that you will lose in the event of early death. And that's done just to help them maintain their lifestyle. As they grow, as your children grow, and as your uh, position, your situation becomes more complicated, 
advanced planning strategies open up to you and they are uh, used to execute a different level of goals. Um, some cases, you, 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 if you're, one of your goals is to transfer your wealth down to your children, uh, insurance is a great tool for that. And they're designed, they work alongside really well with uh, certain forms of trust, uh, intentionally defective grantor trusts or grantor retained annuity trusts, which by the way, might be going away. Uh, they're designed specifically to uh, transfer assets to the next generation in a very tax efficient manner. So the once again, once that foundational plan is in place, now you start thinking about advanced planning to really begin tailoring and really begin taking advantage of all of your, your full balance sheet and your assets and tax law as, as it's presented and given to us. The third thing that you need to do once that plan is in place is you need to, need to evaluate and adapt to changes. Those changes can be made at a, you think of as, as a macro level. So tax policy has changed very substantially just in the last 10 years. Congress has passed a series of acts that have profoundly influenced the, the, the wealth transfer uh, techniques that we use and, and should also be reflected in your planning. It's, you, need a, you need a good attorney to evaluate uh, whether your plan still makes sense and to adapt to those changes as they happen. The other thing, uh, an advisor like us, a CFP, who can really quarterback this process for you, things might happen in your life uh, that, that warrant additional changes. Changes, The first grandchild or new grandchildren, uh, second marriage, uh, uh, a second marriage of one of your children, um, business complexities, uh, market risk and how the market uh, has has influenced your portfolio. Each of those changes is likely to warrant additional strategies or diff different strategies to make sure that as your objectives change, the plan meets your objectives. And then the final thing, step four, where people I see a lot of times when we, we work with, when new clients come on board, especially, they actually have pretty good plans, but where they failed is they haven't done a great job communicating that plan. That's crucially important. Communication to the spouse, again, just from the top of the call, uh, a lot of times one spouse is driving this process and the other spouse is in communication, but not in deep, not deep enough to understand exactly what's going on. Many times children are blind, entirely blind. And so when the event happens, it's a sale of a business or, or uh, early death or whatever it might be that triggers uh, certain wealth transfer uh, activities, your children are unprepared. And even if you've communicated to them, you haven't communicated to them enough or, or an advisor or you or whomever hasn't done enough with them to adequately prepare them. So that communication is crucially important. And, and again, probably in the, most of the cases we see, you're probably going to need an advisor to quarterback that process, to open up those communication channels in the right way, respecting entirely your wishes for privacy and, and whatever it is that, that you want communicated or not communicated, but the preparation starts, the er, you can't start too early, the earlier the better. Uh, and it's also an ongoing 
process. Oh, Brian, no, that's great stuff. So there you have it, folks. I mean, four big steps that you can be taking to not, you know, establish that plan, you know, and ensure that there's communication throughout so that your family, your spouse, your business, they're all on the same page with, with regard to what's moving through this, you know, uncertain future that lies ahead. And then, of course, providing that that safety blanket, that peace of mind, Brian, that you spoke to earlier. Love it, Brian. And hey, so for our audience out there, you've just given them this, you know, this great value in terms of these four big steps that they should be walking through. Brian, how could somebody take that knowledge then and start implementing it, start taking action with that knowledge so that they can, in fact, you know, provide for their family forever? It's, that's the question. So we the, we we gave the framework, uh, the the four steps, uh, how to think through this process to transfer uh, wealth to the next generation to take care of them forever. Frameworks are great; they help us think through the process. But execution, it, the details matter. The devil's in the details, right? The, it, how you execute is crucially important. I can't again. I can't tell you how many clients we see who haven't thought through some of these issues enough because they haven't had the right advisor or because they've uh, human nature, they just, they've neglected it. They've pushed it aside continually and continually. You need to think through many of these crucially important questions. They will derail your wealth otherwise. So it, you can't, right? Uh, it, the, the human nature is we push them off to the side and we, we, we ignore them for another day and, and we figure they'll be solved. And, and when that day comes, you can't continue down that path or work with your team of advisors to get that solution. Now, if you don't have a team of advisors, give us a call. Uh, if you do have a team of, of advisors and, and you're not sure about that plan, give us a call for a second opinion. Uh, talk with somebody to get these conversations going, to get your head in the right space to start thinking through what you need to do to prepare. And then you can start working toward those solutions and strategies. We are available, no obligation. Give us a call. Our website's at the at the bottom. We're happy to have this conversation to kick things off for you. Fantastic, Brian. Appreciate you, you know, mentioning that solution for people. And and Brian, I think we'd be remiss uh, before we wrap up our conversation today if we didn't talk about an example, you know, of a client that you've worked with. I mean, we've been talking about how you have these conversations a lot with your clients. Do you have a you know you know example of maybe how uh, you've had this conversation, you've worked through a plan with somebody, and and how it changed their life for the better, so that they could address this problem of you know adequately taking care of their family forever. Yes, it, it happens virtually every conversation, particularly with new clients. Just earlier this this uh, uh, last month, um, and it's the conversations that I'm going for the last uh, three or four weeks now. Brand new client, uh, really terrific people. Uh, they're they're in their their late seventies, and they have a mantra of of being simple, living simple. Uh, they've have their assets, they have everything set up the way they want it. Um, from their perspective and, and they don't need to make a change. Life is good and life is very good for them. They're, they're really terrific people. But in our conversations, we start talking through a couple of, of very interesting dynamics for each of them. It's a second marriage. So they did good plan. They had good planning in place to start to think through how those assets should be distributed to their adult children. They both have children from, from those prior marriages and grand grandchildren. Uh, that planning is in place, but there's some really interesting things um, that were al frankly alarming to them. The house that they live in is held in trust, in irrevocable trust. 
not owned by either spouse, owned by the children of one of the spouses, the, the, the wife. And if she were to predecease, the, uh, the husband is going to be forced to move. Neither of them want this. Uh, the adult children on, on both sides, they don't really interact with one another. And the adult children on one side, two of those children, two of the four, they don't, they don't get along at all. So there's underlying tension uh, between children from both from prior mar marriages and potentially across marriage that needs to be addressed, particularly with this question on, on how, what happens with the spouse if she were to predecease. That, that, this communication, these communications need to be opened pretty urgently uh, to make sure the, the client, these two married clients are taken care of. Uh, the the um, planning for, for sickness, for long-term care, uh, insurance, none of that is in place. They have substantial assets. They're very comfortable. But if you look at the cost of what it would take if either of them were to need long-term care, and by the way, this is really important to them because both of them had parents that needed care that ended up going to assisted living or an institution. They were both involved in that care and they both saw assets getting drained from their parents. Uh, and neither of them wants this for their children. They haven't done the planning. So at the age of the late seventies, the planning solution set is different and a little more limited than it would have been a while ago, but there's still some options at play and we're actively evaluating these now. Uh, they haven't had an advisor. They've had long relationships with advisors, but no advisor has addressed any of these issues with them. Uh, they have very substantial philanthropic uh, objectives. They, they, they give regularly now in life to four institutions, four charities, and they want a substantial amount at their death to go to these same four charities, but they have done no planning for it. So each of these things, as we talk through and we get, we got to know them better, there were some glaring holes and weaknesses. And um, we're, we're in the process now of, of being able to, uh, to, to solve for those. Had we not begun those conversations, and they were to die early, none of those objectives would have been met without this planning. Yeah, I mean, Brian, that's a great example to highlight just the importance of having this conversation, having it early, starting that planning process, getting the advanced planning in order. There is, uh, you know, it is a process, a true process. So uh, I appreciate you sharing that example with us. And I think it really does a nice job illustrating the, uh, the overarching nature of why somebody even comes to you in the first place to ask you that question. How do I take care of my loved ones forever? Uh, well, look, Brian, look, there's been a, been a great conversation today. A lot of value out there for our audience in, in terms of addressing this big challenge and question that so many ask. Uh, and Brian, once more, if, if anybody out there is interested in reaching out to you and your team, just to open up a dialogue and see where they land in terms of the, maybe some planning efforts they've done or lack of planning efforts so far, uh, again, what would be the best way they can get in touch with you and your team? Visit our website displayed on screen here, uh, set up a discovery meeting call or a conversation uh, through that website, and we would be delighted to talk with you. Fantastic. Well, Brian, look, I know you're a busy guy. You've got a lot of clients to take care of, so we'll let you get back to doing that. But I appreciate you carving some time out to jump into this topic, and uh, I'm looking forward to being back with you on the next one. Thank you, Ryan. All right, fantastic. And hey, look, we want to take one final moment as always and thank you guys, our audience, 
for spending some time with us today and getting to learn a little bit more about this issue of taking care of your loved ones forever. Such a prominent and pertinent topic in today's day and age. You know, Brian outlining those four key steps for planning, something you know everybody can take away from this video. A lot of good information packed in there. You know, if you enjoyed today's conversation, you took anything away from it, go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whichever platform you checked us out on. And then of course, share this information with any friends, family, or business owners. Because at the end of the day, we're just taking the same strategies and solutions and conversations that Brian is having with his clients at Plum Point, and we're bringing them right here to you on this show. So for Brian, I'm Ryan. We're going to go ahead and say so long, but we appreciate you stopping by and being with us on the Plum Point Wealth Management video and podcast series.